Hey, it's Beth here. Episode 415. Um, this is a movie review, and it was going to be two movies. And I was going to see Ant-Man today, and I couldn't get out the door. Because I'm upset about um, losing my brother-in-law, who was only 63, and his wife was like 54. And I couldn't get out the door. I just couldn't go. So, I'm doing this because I just want to feel like I can do something. I am, grief is so hard. It's so hard and he was just a lovely baby brother. So, anyway, that's, that's what my day is like. So I'm not totally sane, but I think, I saw this movie before I went crazy. So I think it might be okay. This is the Marlowe movie, the Liam Neeson Marlowe movie, with amazing stars right and left in this story. It started out, and it was lush. They couldn't replace 1930s Los Angeles, so they went to Barcelona. Oh my God. The cinematography just brought you into this world that was so beautiful and it only lasted for the first 20 minutes. Why they stopped, I will never know. The director is this guy named Neil Jordan. He did Crying Game and a bunch of other great movies. And William Monaghan wrote the story too. They had a big fight over who was going to own the script because Neil Jordan always directs the movies he writes. So this was, a, this was like the story behind the movie is the mortal story. It's the mortal blow. It's, the, it's where the adrenaline and the passion is. And Neil Jordan got the last quarter of this movie that, and it, it, it's so disjointed and the editors couldn't do a thing with it. And then it's got, so that's the big problem, okay? And the Writers Guild gave him credit for the last third of the movie. How insane is that? Who cares? Just create a beautiful movie. And don't worry about credit, but these people are so into their own little game. Okay, that's that's one problem with the story. The other problem with the story is ageism. All right, Liam is 70 years old and he's playing Marlowe. And Humphrey Bogart was 41 when he played Marlowe. And the ingenue in the story is 46. And Jessica is 73. This woman is supposed to look 20 years older than Liam. Now, what they missed was, just like Rupert Murdoch and every other older man, the last chance at love is so powerful. There is no sexual energy in this movie. And it's a Marlowe movie. He always falls in love with the with the blonde that enters the room. I mean, even in the Maltese Falcon. And then he always does the right thing. If she committed the crime, he gives her to the cops. He's a he's not everybody says he's a he's a bad cop. He was not a bad cop. He was a super vigilant DA who couldn't accept bribes. So that is my big problem with this movie is that they've sort of ruined the whole Marlowe story. Okay, and Liam Neeson and Alan Cummings could not do American accents. And these are 
natural American accents, the characters in these stories. It's got to be fundamental to who you are. So there was always this, I felt like every single minute, they were looking over the camera to see what their voice coach was saying. So it was just, it was just totally miscast with amazing actors. And the editing was horrible. There, there's an editing, there is the biggest editing faux pas in the first section of this movie. Everybody saw it, everybody felt it. A lot of people fell asleep during this movie. I don't like that. I mean, it could have been great had Marlowe thought this was his last big fight, his last big case. And it involves a woman, like definitely even at 46, she could have she could have totally made it real. I actually think even Jessica Lange could have brought him in three little tiny years older than he is. Just someone wanting you and some connection for this man who is so depressed and so alone in the world. But there was no sexual chemistry in this movie. The story just absolutely meandered and people did fall asleep, and that is true. You will hear that. It, it wasn't even, it wasn't even a movie that Netflix, there is nothing in this movie, except for the first 20 minutes where you see Barcelona and it is absolutely beautiful. Okay, so, this there's this ambassador, ambassador story, and I guess it's supposed to be JFK's father, and I guess it's supposed to be Gloria Swanson. They never do anything with that storyline. Oh my God. And then this big whole, I'm gonna spoil the movie for you, but it's spoiled already. It's like, it's about heroin, okay? So there is this sculpture that is maybe as big as the Maltese Falcon, and it's filled with heroin. And it's a mermaid, and it's dropped in water. And we're supposed to think that that's worth anything? And they keep talking about Mexican heroin and all this like they're using terms that we just don't use anymore and it's very off-putting to people who are under like Millennials can't handle it okay and so that's upsetting but the upsetting thing is the whole storyline because it, it just does not track and Liam Marlowe is sleepwalking through this movie where it would have been really cool had he fallen in love with one of these two women, the mother art or the daughter, it wouldn't have made any difference. They were both sexy and they were both over 46. So there was no ingenue walking through the door. And the story, the story was so bad. So we've got this whole thing going. And then at the very end of this 1930s movie, we add the political correctness, which is that Marlowe, who always does the right thing, always goes by the book, even though he gets there in a circuitous way, circuitous way, whatever. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not myself. Okay. He, he always gets to the right decision. He always does the right thing, no matter how he gets there. Like he gave up you know, um, in the Maltese Falcon, the girl that he loved, she was going to go away for 20 years and he'd be there when she came out. That's the guy he always was in every single book, in every single movie. 
at the end of the movie, you could depend on Marlowe to do the right thing and be right there by the police, even though during the movie he was fighting them all the way. He had a moral code that made him likable, lovable, and dependable. Well, in this movie, he breaks his moral code. It's so unbelievable. This, this is the craziest thing in the world. Diane Kruger, she kills the guy. He sees it, and she becomes the head of the studio, and she wants Marlo to take over all the security for the whole studio, which is gonna be a big paycheck. And he doesn't take it, but he gives it to the ambassador's chauffeur, who's this amazingly likable black guy. But that's supposed to be the right decision when she's getting away with murder. And she had played him the entire movie. She said, it was my lover, find him, I love him. And actually it was her lover, find him, I wanna kill him. Marla gets played from the beginning to the end. And instead of giving her up to the cops, which he could have, he accepts this loss because this chauffeur is gonna become the head of the studio security. I'm like, that's not Marlo. That's, that's 2023 Marlo, not 1930 Marlo. Like, why are we doing this? Why do we have to do this to an icon who always, no matter who it hurt, even his beloved lover, he would send down the river if that's where she was supposed to go. And this girl gets away with everything and becomes head of the studio because this chauffeur can be the head of security. I'm like, that's not even fair to do to an icon. We don't have a right to change the sensibilities of a, of a character. We don't have the right to do that. So this was so big to me. And even though he was 70, I really think it would have been amazing if it was his last great love. And Diane Kruger put him in this position and he gave up his last chance at love and sent her down the river, just like he did in the Maltese Falcon. But it was, he's now 70 and he's never going to have love like that again, even though it's not perfect. Like that would have been amazing. And to see him make out with her with passion He's 70, he's not dead. Oh my God, there's this one scene where he's fighting someone and it looks it looks totally phoned in. And at the end he goes, he's too old for this. Let me tell you what, I'm gonna be 69 in a couple of months. And if somebody comes at me with a gun, I'm not too old to fight for my life. I will do it. Like, it was just, it was in every way so, unfair to to us blue hairs it was like we're like on sesame street like asexual it's i can't believe it happened so in a million ways i think you should stay away from this movie okay i saw it for you i took the hit and 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 actually liam's teeth aren't even white enough he, oh my God, his suits are horrible. He is wearing suits from like JCPenney on sale, from Walmart on sale. And that is not, that is not Marlowe. 
Marlowe dressed beautifully, beautifully cut suits, beautifully cut. And really, Liam still has the body. He has the shoulders. He has the hips. These suits were hideous. I mean, he's not even waking up from a long night and he's got a crumpled collar and tie. I, everything about this movie was so wrong, except for the beginning, which was in Barcelona, which I went to Barcelona. I never saw this Barcelona. I'm, I'm going back and I'm going to make them show me what they really got. But they didn't even try to make this a good movie. And I really think that the writer and the director got into a fisticuff about it. And the, the script got torn apart because it doesn't even track. And the editor could not fix it. I read an article about it. Couldn't put it together because the writer and the director were coming in saying, don't take that out. Take that out. Don't take that out. Take that out. It was a mess of egos and it's just not worth it so but don't make it don't even think it's it's Marlo it's not Marlo it in no way is it is it that character so and the guy who wrote it who wrote the story the black-eyed uh, blonde he got commissioned by the Marlo trust fund to create this movie and that book is actually okay till the writer and the director got a hold so it's just messed up. And it's wrong to do that to a great character. It's like putting Superman in a movie where um, he takes money from the bad guys. That's how bad it was for Marlo. So run, don't walk away from this movie. And I will be back. I'm not saying, but I think if I get a good night's sleep with Tang Lo PM, maybe I'll be better tomorrow. But grief is a harsh mistress. It is horrible, horrible. And I know we're all going through it because we're all over 65. It's just such a war zone. So I'm with you. I'm trying to stay sane. I try to pull myself out of it, try to ride the ship, try to get myself back on course, but losing a lot of friends. So stay sane if you can. And I will be back. Thanks.